This week's show is being brought to you by Marvel Pest Control. Marvel Pest Control is a family-run business located in Deep River, Connecticut. Their mission is to deliver exceptional quality service from start to finish. You know, and at Marvel Pest Control, they treat every customer like family, and they treat every home like it's their own. So for all your wood-destroying pest needs, call Marvel Pest Control at 860-692-8402. Or you can visit them on the web at marvelpest.com. Welcome to another episode of Behind the Studs, your home improvement and remodeling podcast, where the two most entertaining guys discuss the do's and don'ts in home construction and in the remodeling industry. Remember that you can nail it, paint it, or just tune into the show. How about that? Uh, here are your hosts, Colin Shaw and Jimmy Driscoll. What's up, everyone? Here we are. Welcome to another episode of Behind the Studs. It's us. You know, it's season three, episode 17 now, Jeff. Thank 17. God you remember numbers. Right? Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Jeez. It's flying by. It's like the Walking Dead, right? How many? <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully it's a little bit better than that. It is. Yeah. All right. Good. Yeah. Let's hope so. <laughs> hopefully none of the main characters get knocked off. No. Well, well thank you. <laughs> now I'm going to have to be careful driving Unless home. Unless we get eaten by insects or something <laughs> right. like that. You never know. Well, we know, we know a guy. We know a guy. <laughs> right. We need insects. to get rid of some I insects. We know a guy. We got a bug guy. Well, as you guys well know, it's I've been very excited about finally getting somebody on here to talk about pest control. So yeah. we really do appreciate Mr. Fred Colby. That's it from Happy Marvel Pest Control joining us here today. Really appreciate it. Welcome, sir. Thank you. Yeah. Happy to be here. Good. It's a pleasure. Anybody Thank call you. You, anybody call you Freddie? Yeah, a lot of people. Do you like really? Freddie or Fred? I do. Yeah, my yeah? wife and anyone endearing. So it'd be really nice for you. To call <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, your family. That's oh it. wow, that's all it took. <laughs> that's it. Wow. You invite me on your show, you can yeah. call me for it. Nice. Wow. All right. All right. What an that's honor. Good for all the podcasters that's to know. It. That's right. Right. <laughs> You're going to be in high demand after this one. All right. So we yeah. got we to gotta give him a yeah. rap name, too. Oh, really? Because okay. We had Mosquito right. Joe. We have Swata. Yeah, we have Swata. So yeah. We got we to think of something. Good. Yeah, yeah, we have a, we have like a part time rap career that we do. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah, nice. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's kind of slowed down recently, but that as well? I, not yet. No, there there will be one though. I think I need to hear that. Yeah, oh, go, no, you don't. No, you don't. <laughs> no, you absolutely not. No, no, you don't. Something no. Off the cuff, right? no, what are the worst white guys <laughs> to do rap? Rapper. That's for sure. Even though we got Caleb over here, who's a huge Wu Tang fan. I bet. Yeah. Oh, he loves yeah, Wu Tang. Yeah. He got yeah. all over stickers. He's got stickers all over his yeah, computer. Yeah, yeah he's, he he's crazy. He's that. nuts, he's, man. He's a crazy man. Over but there. he's got the yeah. great. He's got the greatest rap name though. Yeah. Juicy Swirl. Juicy oh, Swirl. That's hot. Yeah, yeah. That's good. I'm yeah. Papa D. Yeah. And listen to this one over here. Good. Tell him. You know what? I'm thinking of changing it. You, I think you should. So it's vanilla milkshake. Awful. Okay. <laughs> Get rid of it. Oh, but now I'm thinking maybe cream of mushroom. Shut up. Oh, Come on. How's that? Stop. Stop. Horrible. Stop. Mushroom. Fun guy. Oh, my God. Come on. Yeah. You know? Oh, God. Hit him with an old <laughs> shoe. No, no, he's hitting on the psychedelic. I get it. No, you got it, right? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. All right. Listen, then I'm going back to vanilla milkshake. See, now you like it. Now you oh like the day because you hate the other one so oh much. Oh my God, Fomunda, jeez, <laughs> Fomunda yourself. Yeah. yeah. All right, enough of that. Well, that was fun. I'm, I'm, well, thanks for coming, <laughs> listening to the show. I'm calling for order in here. Fred right now. Colby, yeah. Marvel Pest order. Control. <laughs> Thank you. Got a lot of questions. He's got a lot of answers, and there's yes. a lot of things that I need answered. Absolutely. Yeah, me too. It's going to back me and give me some more education because I always <laughs> need it. Right? I, I deal with that every day. Every time I go out to a customer's house, they ask me tons of questions. Sure. Uh, yep. And I try to inform them as best I can, give them all the information. Good. Nice. A lot of times I, uh, I, I'll i even just do do-it-yourself. If it's something easy, I'll just give them a do-it-yourself tip. Yep. Tell them something by over the counter that'll solve their issue. So. All right. Yeah. Well, let's start off questions. and find out uh, how'd you get into this business. 
I got in the pest control business because as the, you know, as a three-year-old child. Ooh. Outside with all the ants. Now, uh-huh. what happened was I <laughs> magnifying was magnifying glass too yeah, and all. Yeah, 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 yeah. I did that. Yeah. I, but I used it yeah. to light my first <laughs> cigarette at ten years old because my <laughs> my house had no lighters. Oh wow! All uh, right. The, the real way it started is I, I was building a website for um, the owner of Guardian Pest Control in okay. uh, uh, Deep River. Uh, I was doing web design and development, and he hmm. needed a sales guy. And prior to doing web design, I owned my own uh, uh, business consulting firm, and I did a lot of stuff with sales. Okay. So I said, yeah, I know a sales guy, me. And uh, one thing <laughs> led to another, and I started doing the sales for him. Okay. And then I got completely certified, and I just fell in love with, with bugs and, and the uh, technical side of it. I read so many books and mm-hmm. just found out more and more about every insect there is. And yeah. Just got a bunch of certifications and loved it. Now, are there classes that you can take? There are. You actually have to because yep. it's it's highly regulated. So, our, our in Connecticut, we've got the Connecticut DEP, <laughs> and then they yeah, mm. and then they answer to the federal EPA. So, mm. it's super regulated. Yep. And uh, so, in order to apply a pesticide, you have to get what's called the Junior Applicator's License. Okay, that's easy to get. It's common sense. Okay, um, but to get a supervisor license, that's what stops you from being able to start your own company. So, in order to do that, it's uh, uh, you know one hour and a half per category uh and then after you pass the written mm-hmm. you go to the verbal okay in front of three dp members really yeah oh wow that's dude this this all Jeez. goes back from the uh ddt yeah. way back in the 60s oh, uh, yeah it's it, it, it for sure it does yeah. that's why and, and so Chlorine strict and all that they yeah. uh, tons of people used to get a bunch of stuff and just dump it out into the environment sure yeah. and then they yep. passed the fifra act which was you know we got to put uh, a lid on all these fung- fungicides, insecticides, rodenticides, and we need to regulate this mm-hmm. because people are just using so much. And then when they had the leftovers, dumping it in their garbage or in their yard sure. or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And so they needed to regulate it, and so that's why. Um, so yeah, now it's a little a little more difficult to get the certification. About I would imagine seventy percent of people that take the mm-hmm. uh, uh, test uh, fail their first time. Wow. Yeah. I wow. Took, I took three. Okay. At once. Really? Yeah. Jeez. I was there for four hours. Ugh. I passed two and failed two, and I went back a week later and passed the other two. Really? Yeah. Tough questions, Damn. huh? Yeah, they are very tough. And calculations wow. with the uh, wood-destroying insects, you have to know you know, how much product to use, mm-hmm. the size of the house, mm-hmm. all that stuff. You get that Man. wrong, and yeah, it's a bit tough. Wow. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess that's a good thing. It's a great good thing. thing. You know? Yeah. It's a great thing. Yeah, because so. I mean, you think of something like landscaping. Anyone who's got a lawn, a lawnmower can mm-hmm. start a landscaping business. True. Imagine if that was the case with pesticides. Right. Anyone could get pesticides. Anyone could start a company, and then they don't really read the label. Yeah. And they don't apply it properly. Well, the sad part is, is home improvements. You you don't need a class either. Yeah. <laughs> All you need is 220 bucks, and you can become a home remodeler. Hey, listen, that might be my <laughs> Dealing with venture. structural stuff and everything yeah. else that these people just don't know. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of scary, so it's good that they do regulate for you. Absolutely. And it also keeps, you know, some of the riffraff out of the out of the way for you. Yeah, yeah. for sure, you know? for sure. And the key, the key thing that they want to point out is the label is the law. So a label on any pesticide, whether you buy it at Lowe's or Home Depot Ace Hardware or buy mm-hmm. it from my distributor – the label is the law, and if the end consumer, the, the homeowner, doesn't read the label properly and they apply it, uh, you know, misapply it, mm-hmm. A, it could be uh, bad for the, for the earth, it could be bad for their pets, their kids, and B, mm-hmm. it, could, it could just not work. Sure, right. You know, yeah, there's, and, that, yeah. there's that too. And then they get frustrated. What the heck? This product isn't working. Right. So right. always read the label. Always, always read the label. Always read the label. Yes. Wow. Important. It's very important. Wow. Yes. 
I just lost my train of thought. I just Uh-oh. got so in, involved in this in what he was doing. <laughs> but it's it's come it has come such a long way. Um, the pest control business. Where, where sure. it was before, and I think that's really. Great. Is your insurance really high? Do you have high insurance? Yeah, uh, mine currently isn't because I just started my own business. But uh, the business I was working for before absolutely was. Yeah, I'm just feel like just because of the size. Cases. Yeah, the yeah. size of it. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. It, 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 now it goes based off of what you make. So you know, next year my insurance will go higher. Mm-hmm. But, but yes, generally speaking, it's high because uh, a lot of you're especially when you're dealing with structural pests. You know, you're dealing with yeah. stuff that are destroying homes, and so the liability is high. If you get in an attics that don't have walkable floors, you need, you need uh, that liability sure, yeah, for that. Yeah. Yep. So, and then also injecting termitocide into soil or drilling into structures to treat. Mm-hmm. You know, so any of that, yeah. Yeah. Insur- um, insurance is a bit. What is your most invasive species as in, far as insects go? Invasive, or or, or are you talking about the ones that bother? Because invasive is it's not n- normal to this climate, not normal to this region. Are you talking the the one I have the most calls for? That's it. What's okay. the most? Common? Sorry, I don't want. I don't mean <laughs> to I'm correct you. Uh, listen, just, I'm a dumb person too. Uh, <laughs> well, let's put our heads together, make a tremendous ass out of That's it. That's it. <laughs> so what we do? It depends on the season. Right now, mice, mice and, yeah. and rats, moles, vault, anything that wants to come in, stink bugs. When What's with the cold, stink bugs? Uh, no, stink I want to talk about. That's an invasive oh. species. That ah, wasn't originally there. In I go. There, my that question came from Asia. Yeah, Did it? Yeah, no, no good. Those bastards. They're yeah. everywhere. They Everyone's are. complaining this year. Brown really? marmalator. Yeah. What happened was uh, uh, they started in the warmer regions like uh, Florida and Texas and all those areas. And as it gets warmer, they they moved up and they adapt. But the reason why they're coming in is because they'll die if they don't. And so, so they're working their way into the house. They come in in the fall. Mm. And they they go into like a, a low state of activity. Right. So yeah. they're just trying to find a cracker crevice, hang out, lay low. And uh, they they produce a chemical that's almost like an antifreeze. Uh, they don't take water in. They don't do. They're not breeding in your house. They're not laying eggs in your house. They're just going to stay in one. Survive. Spot. That's it. Survive. Mm. And then when spring comes around, they want to get back outside because that's where they live. They eat the trees. What, is, what are they? Yeah. They eat leaves. Yeah, they, they eat do? the leaves. Yeah, they, they destroy them. But do they stink? They stink if you if you mess with them. You try to vacuum them up. uh, It's a defensive mechanism. So they don't stink just by standing there walking around. No, I pick them up all the time. They don't stink. Yeah, I've never really smelt a stink bug. Vacuum them, vacuum (laughs) them up, and then smell your vacuum bag. (laughs) Come on, Jimmy, do it. I could get you some. Nothing. (laughs) In fact, he's got some right outside. There is a ton. They come. They like to come in through do- uh, doors and windows. So my recommendation always is, uh, at the end of the season, take your air conditioners out immediately. Mm-hmm. As soon as it starts getting cold, take them out. Put your storms in. If you're going to put storms in, if you're not, keep your windows closed. Seal them up real good. If you have any uh, uh, cracks or crevices, get them sealed mm-hmm. off because that's how they're coming in. They need something less than an eighth of an inch. Really? So, that's yeah. it, huh? Wow. So keep yeah, your they, doors. They, they do freak people out. Yeah, it's well, just, it's yeah. because they fly. My wife hates them. The, they sound like little drones when they're flying. It freaks <laughs> her the hell out. And I told her, I look at it as our winter pets. I did a blog on this, actually. <laughs> they're just here for the winter. They're just hanging uh-huh. out. Don't uh-huh. kill them. Don't hurt them. Mm-hmm. And then when spring comes along, open your doors, open your windows, shoo them and out. They go right out. They go right out. Huh? We had a frog. We had a frog oh, in the freaking <laughs> Frog came in. A toad. Yeah. It's not like a leopard frog. Because then it'd be, and I hear, oh my God! Oh, yeah. You got a frog in the hallway. So what? It's a frog. It's a frog. It's just a frog. Yeah. Ain't a snake. A snake. <laughs> They'll come up through your toilets. Snakes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Through that. the toilet. I've heard that. Huh. Yeah. 
I had a customer Wait, just, whoa, whoa. just a week ago, actually, that <laughs> reached out to me. How? Hey, listen, I don't know how the some bad plumber. I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a plumber. All they I know is they come up. Leeching field. They yeah, gotta get I would imagine so. Yeah, they find a way. Because she had she had a frog first, and she called me. She's like, I got a frog on my toilet seat. <laughs> and I said, uh, <laughs> Like, what kind of a frog yeah. was it? One of those like the the peepers, or was she, it like a she real said frog? It was, she said it was a tree frog. Had to be. Uh, that's what she said. So I said, All right. I didn't go out. I said, All right. Well, you know, keep me posted on that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And then a week later, she calls me and says, now there's a snake in my toilet. And I says, you should call your <laughs> How old, how old <laughs> is the house, though? How old oh, is the it's house? It's ancient. It's a, it's a it's new old, old house. Yeah, oh, yeah. so it's yeah, coming so it's through old. the stone wall. It's coming, coming through, through something. Yeah. yeah. It ain't coming through the toilet. I go through a ton of houses where I see snakeskins in, uh, in their basement all yep. the time. Oh, sure. I, bet. Yep. I tell I mean, them, keep them. They're good for yeah, your rodents. Yeah, they get rid of the rodents. Yeah. They get rid of the mice. Yeah. Mice, this is their season right now. Yeah, they're trying to get in. They're coming in, not trying. Yep. They'll come in. All they need is a half. Uh, well, a rat only needs a half inch. A mouse needs a quarter inch gap. Yep. And they like to come in through garages. They like to All come the in mm-hmm. uh, the corners of homes. If you got mm-hmm. an old stone and mortar foundation, <laughs> I mean, it. It, there's just so many spots that they could come in. Now, what works to keep them out? I mean, they, I've seen those things that you can plug in that make that noise that supposedly keeps them away. So I didn't see that uh, let me work. tell everyone right now. Okay. Yeah. It, do not buy those. Thank you. Thank you. The, yep. um, <laughs> actually, the EPA did a six-month investigation on these, and there's <laughs> a class action lawsuit going on. No kidding. Really? Yeah, people okay. are taking, being taken advantage of. Sure. Snake oil. Sure. Snake oil. Um, it's snake oil, 100%. Yeah. yeah. So I what knew, they I did is they did a, they took all of them on the market, and they did a six-month study for any pest that it said it worked for. Mm-hmm. And so bed bugs ants you know uh, mice whatever and they did all kinds of studies bed bugs were living in them uh cockroaches were living in them yeah. ants wow. were hanging out right next to them Jeez. mice were going right next to them yeah. it it doesn't matter if it's an ultrasonic it doesn't matter if it's a, a ultra low sound n- none of them work they're none all work. snake oil okay don't spend the money thank you, there you go. yep i knew it yeah Rutgers University. Go on their website. You can read click, all about click, it. Click, all right. click, click. That's all you get. Click, so, click. so we're talking mousetraps. Yeah. Mousetraps is fantastic. Uh, the old school Victor uh, snap mm-hmm. traps. Those are what I use. Yeah. Uh, putting them in the important places. So, right. Um, Which I, is? Runways of, of, of rodents a lot of times are going to be your sill plate. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, if you got a Bilco door and you don't have a secondary door, mm-hmm. they can, I mean, the door of the Bilco is wide open, That's sure a, it is. a yeah. perfect path for them. And then they hit that, that, that sill plate and they just go along that whole mm-hmm. sill. They could crawl mm-hmm. on pipes, plumbing, any, any plumbing that goes from the base. So they work from the basement up. So they'll go up through your kitchen plumbing. They'll go up mm-hmm. through your bathroom plumbing. Mm-hmm. Um, so the, what I do when I go out and do an exclusion for, for rodents is I, I, I first start in the basement. I look at any of the entry points that I could see. I turn off all the lights. I block off all the windows. And I look for any daylight coming in through mm-hmm. any cracks. All right, smart, yeah. Seal them up with some copper mesh, you know, or mm-hmm. stainless steel mesh. Mm-hmm. Do a little bit of uh, foam so it's a mingle of the two because they'll chew through the foam otherwise. Yeah. And uh, block as many of those off. And then I seal up all the utility pipes going mm-hmm. up into the main floor. Because if I could keep them out of the main area, yep. people aren't going to see them. Sure. Maintain the, the, you know, knock down the population in the basement. And then you do something on the exterior to keep them from coming in. There's a, a good repellent called Propel um, that mm-hmm. I like to use. It's all natural, cedarwood oil, peppermint oil, uh, and they. I think they sell it to end user, uh, uh, homeowners too. So oh, okay, yeah, mm-hmm. it's really good. Um, I know they sell the cups. They have cups of Propel, and those work well for closets and little areas. Mm-hmm. But the key is finding the entry points and. Uh, uh, 
rodents and mammals, if you wipe your forehead, you feel grease. Mm -hmm. It's called sebum. Uh, mice release it purposefully and in a lot more than we do. And they leave that as like breadcrumbs. This is where we go. Because they're multi-generational. The parents hang out with the kids and they say, hmm. go this way. And if you look up on a sill plate, you'll see that blackish, brownish streak. Mm -hmm. And that's what that is. That's what that is. And huh. so if I'm looking there, I see that. I'm going to put a, uh, and it's usually at the corners. I'm going to put a snap trap on each corner. Okay. They're going to get caught. Sometimes I'll zip tie a snap trap to a, a, a pipe. Okay. You know, not a hot water pipe, but like a, right. a, plumbing, a PVC pipe or something because they climb those. They're acrobats. They'll, they'll climb a two-story vertical if they have to. Have so you, what's the, sorry, Jimmy, one question. Yeah, yeah. What's the bait you use? Peanut butter. Yeah. Unless, unless uh, my client is allergic. If they're allergic, oh, I'll, then I'll use, uh, I'll ask them if they're allergic to cheese. If they're not, I'll use some cheese whiz. Cheese hmm. is not good. Cheese yeah. whiz is okay. Um, otherwise I'll use like a, a all natural lure that's sold. It's just high protein. Okay. But peanut butter is the best uh, for a I've couple of reasons. Yeah. The oil is fantastic. Doesn't dry out. Doesn't yeah. freeze. It yeah. lasts really long. The scent, it's really powerful. Yeah. Yeah. And mice are curious and, and they're going to smell that head right for it. So right. if you're not allergic to peanut butter, peanut butter, if you're allergic to peanut butter, ask them if they're allergic to almond butter, if not use almond butter. Okay. Almond butter. Good do you them. have customers who want to have, want you to put in, have a heart traps? I have, him yeah. Go somewhere else. <laughs> yeah, I do. Like and miles I, away, miles away. Yeah. Here's the thing about that. So I explained to them they spread diseases, and uh, so their fecal matter as they crawl on your countertops <sighs> where you eat, they're pissing and pooping. Yeah, that's they, just what they do. Yeah, because they don't have any. Right, yeah, they just go. You're gonna get dysentery. You know, you're gonna get sick. Uh, rats, they carry the flea that causes the plague. Mm -hmm. You know, um, so in Connecticut, there's certain ones you can kill and there's certain ones uh, that you can have a heart for. And there's mm -hmm. certain ones that you can't have a heart for. And really? rats, rats are, are one of those. You have to kill them. Mm -hmm. You can't you can't transplant them because they're, they're just they, they take over and uh, they cause diseases. So you need to kill hmm. them. Um, as far as with the mice having a heart, I mean, I, I, I tell them it's just not the business. I mean, I'm going to catch them and get rid of them. I could <laughs> set some for you, but. They're, I won't kill them at your house. <laughs> right. Yeah, there you go. But they're they're gonna just keep on breeding. That's what they do. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, so if you're cute. right, I oh mean, if you're God. if you're now, that. hold on. If you want a domesticated one, you could go to Petco. Right. That's right. a different story. Yeah. Wild ones carry ticks. They carry fleas. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So these are. I mean, the the whole tick life cycle starts with a rodent. Starts with a mouse right. or a rat. Right. So mm -hmm. I mean, you want that in your house? They're gonna drop then off and try to get on a larger mammal, which is gonna be your dog or your kids. Yeah. And that's how yeah. you get I moved into a house, 1700s. I moved into it, and as soon as we were taking down the, the plaster and lath ceilings, we were finding mice. So I caught them in have a heart traps, and I put them in a big <laughs> fish tank. Yeah. And I put a cover on them. That's perfect. I caught like 14 of them. Yeah. And then all of a sudden. They started drowning. Worse than that. <laughs> somebody got smart, and they freaking opened up the, they opened up the top of the cage. Oh, yeah. And they all got out. Yeah. Right? So anyway, I started again. I caught one, and I had him. I go, I go he's going to be the mascot then, yeah. you know, because then we before we we called the pest control guy. Yeah. So I had one, but the freaking thing was starting to stink, right? Yeah. So I figured I'll go in there, I'll just push it back a little bit, and I'll go in there and I'll start cleaning it out, right? Yeah. No. Let me tell you something. This is what I found out. It's this is kind of a visual thing, but I'm going to try to explain this to you as simple as possible. As I opened up the cover. This little bastard shot straight up in the air, <laughs> yeah. straight up in the air, oh, yeah. and it was like slow motion, and he's facing me. So his, he, <laughs> and he's out. He's like two feet out from me. He's facing me. 
his arms and legs flailing. are flailing, yeah. right? And I, I swear to you, at some point, one paw came up and gave me the finger, <laughs> came down, yeah. and was gone. That's it, out. And I was like, what just happened? Yeah, there? I believe it. I believe it. They yeah, shoot yeah. straight up. Oh, yeah, they They're can such jump. survivors. Yeah, they are. You they know? Are. It, it, wow. I've watched some videos that are just insane to me where they're, they're climbing up pipes that are you know six feet high, and they use their tail to wrap around to keep their balance. Rats, too. Wow. Yeah. They're insane. I, I've seen videos where they're crawling on a, on a vinyl siding, the exterior corner, two stories up. Mm. Right. Have you seen the trap? I, I I almost bought one. The electrical one? No. Those the, are awesome. The propane one. <laughs> the little propane, the shot <laughs> hits him in the head. What? <laughs> it's awesome. So you put it in a, Listen, to it. You I have to look it up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's just... And they got a camera on it. Oh, that's so great. they show the mice, right? And they smell. They, they, you put a little scent in it. Right. It goes on the wall, right? And they got to stick their head up in this hole. And when they stick their head up in a hole, it's a little propane gas. Yeah. It's a little trigger. It, it hits him in the head. It kills him. It, like, it cracks and he fall down, right? Yeah. But the scary thing is, so there's a dead mouse, right? Yeah. So a dead mouse go, Charlie, what the hell was he? Sm- I could smell it too. He sticks his head up there. <laughs> Bang. <laughs> he dies. Dead. Right. Then the rats come out. Yeah. Rats don't uh. even stick their head up. They grab the mice and they take off. With yeah, yeah. Them. They eat them. Mice, mice are stupid, but rats are really smart. They're very really? smart. They send Dude, the yeah. young ones out. Smart. I lived in New York City. That's right. I know. They send the young ones out, yep. and the big ones stay inside. Yes, the the, the af- absolutely. The alpha male stays inside with the females, knocks them up, and uh, juveniles go out and do all the dirty work. So the ones hmm. that people swear they're huge, those are just juveniles, and they're very big. Yeah. But they're still just juveniles. Yeah. And they do all the dirty work, and they bring all the food back to the burrow yeah. or to the nest wherever they're at. But uh, I've seen them in warehouses and, and things like that. You put anything new in their path and they avoid it. So a lot of times you have to preset the, the traps with bait and not mm-hmm. set them until they get used to them. Oh, okay. And then set the trap to catch them because uh, they avoid uh, new things like the plague. They, the rats they, do. Huh? Yeah, the rats do. Wow. The mice don't. Mice are stupid. Mice are curious. They want to see everything. What's that? Bang! <laughs> yep, that's what happens. They stick their head up <laughs> and over. Yeah, and they are cannibalistic, uh, like you were saying. They, they, yeah, yeah, they'll eat, they'll eat themselves. Right. Yeah, and so will the carpenter ants actually, if they don't have enough food. And and I don't know if people know. I'll kill a myth. Carpenter ants do not eat wood. They uh, don't. No, they do not. They don't have the enzymes in their stomach to break it down. So termites have an enzyme in their stomach. They can break down cellulose material. Okay. So All right, eat. but why is it when you see carpenter yep. ants in the walls? Like, yeah. I mean, I've. Oh, yeah. There's thousands of them. Sure. And they burrow through the They do, yeah. Here's why. Because they've got very strong mandibles. And so what they do is they they need soft, wet wood, and they chew through it. Mm -hmm. Right. And they nest within the wood. So if you look at it, it it looks completely clean. Sandpaper, Mm -hmm. smooth. That's them. They push all the debris out. So if you look at like one of those uh, glass ant farms and you see the the maze of the ants and Mm -hmm. their whole tunnel is completely smooth, that's what they do inside the wood. And since they can't eat it, they push the shavings out. And that's how you can tell if you have carpenter right. ants. You see a giant pile of it. It looks, looks like pencil shavings. Yeah, right. sawdust. Yep. Exactly. Yeah, okay. And uh, that's the difference. With termites, you're not going to see any wood because they eat the wood. And then in the wood, you're going to see mud because they need constant contact with the soil. That's if you're dealing with subterranean termites, which is what we have here in Connecticut. Mm-hmm. They bring the mud up from the soil and they put it in the wood, and they, they chew through the wood, and they actually can digest it. They've got eb- enzymes that turn it into 
you know, things that their body needs, protein, starch, sugars, things like that. What do you use um, for treatment of killing a termite? So? For termites, the best treatment is a liquid treatment. So um, perimeter, you go into the soil, inject termiticide into the soil. Uh, and the goal is you get this, uh, it's a non-repellent, so they don't know they're getting, they're crossing through it. They get it on their body, and they're social insects, so they're just like ants. They groom each other, they feed hmm. each other, they crawl on each other, and they get that product all over each other, and they knock knock the whole colony out within a few months. Do now, they, do they have a queen as well? They do. They, they have do. A, they do. The queen is, is, is actually, it looks like a grub with legs, with front, mm. front legs and a front ant, ant part. It's like this, you know, about this big. Yep. Um, and there's several castes. So you have the queen and then you have the workers, the soldiers and the alates. The alates are the swarmers. They're the ones that people mistake for flying ants. And those, those guys come up usually, uh, after a wet rain in the spring Mm -hmm. or a warm rain in the spring. And their whole goal is to mate. And start a new colony. Can I say something? This happened to you me. Can you can say tell whatever me what it was. Like. So I had. <laughs> don't tell no, me that. No, I don't can't. Tell, don't no, tell I can't. That. The show's not that long. <laughs> no. <laughs> we had an old wine barrel. Sure. Right? A lot and of holes in it? Powder post beetle, so, wood boring beetle. So, no. I was pulling into the driveway, and it was exactly at the time everything was oh, hatching. Yeah. It was all these, like, flies, eggs, yeah, yeah. wings, and they were like, oh, my God, look at it. And all of a sudden, there we go. Were those termites? It could have been. Did they fly good or bad? Were they poor flyers or good flyers? I mean, they, there was so many of them. Was it just kind of a, a whole ton of them, and they were fluttering, or were they flying? You know, like a fly flies. Yeah, no, they were, were they fluttering. Fl- yeah, fluttering. Th- those most likely were termites. I'd have to see them, but most likely, yeah, they f- they swarm in the hundreds and thousands. Yeah, wow, it's really? just a big bunch of them. Yeah, wow. and they kind of flutter. Yeah, and then they they find a mate, and then they they have a mechanism to release their wings. Because they don't live above ground. They're subterranean. Right. So the, the, the mechanism releases the wings. They go back into the soil with their mate, and they start a, a new colony. And the reason why they send thousands up, you know, the throw enough shit against the wall, something's going to stick? Yeah, yeah. They're high predation. I mean, you get birds eat them. Oh, uh, sure. Other insects eat them. Yep. Squirrels, whatever, can eat them. It's protein. Yeah. So they throw that many up because out of that, uh, like 10% are going to live. Right. And, and make it back into the soil. And if they swarm in a house, which is when people know they have an issue, yep. they're not going to make it back to the soil nine times out of ten because sure. now there's a slab. They can't see. They're blind because they're subterranean. They have yep. simple eyes. They can only see light and dark and shades. Uh, and th- th- so they head to the light. Let's go to the light. And then uh-huh. they meet a mate, and they're like, let's get back to the soil. <laughs> yeah. So usually if you see them in your house, they're near a window or a sliding glass door. And right. you've got a pile of dead ones. Right, so I, have, I have a question. I got a, I got a question to ask me. So when I built my sunroom and I built my false walls on, underneath, yep. um, I didn't pour foundation or a form around it. Sure. But what I did do is um, I put a I put a pressure treated board down, and then I've got the regular spruce or on top of that. Right. Do they will they eat through the pressure treated and the spruce? Here's the thing about that. So I get that question a lot of times. I have seen pressure sheeted wood be damaged by wood destroying insects. How old it was, it was older. But here, here's the here's the thing you have to think about. They're not just uh, uh, hitting the first wood they see, right? So if they get to that pressure treated wood and they can't say they, we'll just say they can't eat that wood, they can't digest that wood properly. They'll just keep going until they can find some wood they can't eat. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So mm-hmm. their their whole goal is just keep wandering and maneuvering. So two, a two and a half times, inches is not going to stop them. They'll exactly. Keep going. They'll yeah, keep I've seen up. I have seen in a basement 
a slab poured up against a foundation wall. It came through the, the seam of the slab foundation. Yeah. Eight feet up. Wow. Son of a bitch. And, guess, and about how long does that take? And it hit the sill plate, and they started eating it. Wow. Uh, it depends. We got a phone call? Is it a phone call? I don't know. We can go ahead and answer it, though. All right. Hang on one up. second, Freddie. Hello. I'm the studs. How can we help you? Hi. This is Greg. Um, kind of a long-time listener, but I'm calling from Florida. Okay. Hey, Greg. How you doing today? We're doing well. Awesome. Thanks for awesome. calling. All right, cool. I have a couple of questions. So I live, sure. we, we just moved. I'm, I'm in the military. We got transferred down to Florida. Yep. Bought a house down here. And we have, like, a my slash, like, an issue with mites in the area, right? And especially when it, like, floods. We just had the hurricane come through what have you. So I'm just trying to figure out some what, like, preventative measures to help, like, outside of just setting traps and what have you, because I don't want my dogs, which we have three of them, to, like, either get in a trap or if I put poison down or what, what have you, right? Sure. I'm trying to figure mm-hmm. out what do you I have can a do. Found, do you have a slab or a basement? Uh, well, slab. No basement. Sl- no basement. Okay. So, yeah, you're on a slab. So, you know, you got to go around the corners of your house and look and see where they're coming in. you got to find any electrical lines, any plumbing, any anything that, where they can possibly come in. A lot of times the corners of your house, if you stick your finger at the corner of your house, you could feel it just goes straight up. Um, they sell end caps for siding. Uh, you could buy them on, on Amazon. Um, you just measure your, your if, I don't know if you have vinyl. If it's vinyl or aluminum, you measure it and you could buy those end caps because they're going to shoot straight up through there. And then once they're in that siding, they can go between the uh, the the voids in the walls. They need, like I said, only a quarter inch. Um, if you have an attached garage, the goal with that would be uh, fix your your seam on the bottom. The weather stripping, make sure that it's intact. And they sell these little metal aluminum end caps that you can uh, put at the very bottom where the white flap uh, uh, of the garage door is. And that'll stop them from being able to come in the sides of the garage. Otherwise, it's just you, you got to find where they're coming in from. That's the key. You stop them from coming in, you'll never have a problem again. You catch the ones inside, stop them anymore from coming in, and you're golden. But that's that's the key. Find all the entry points. So look around the, the garage door. Look around the corners of the house for any entry points. And if you have like a bow window or a bay window, a lot of times there's a gap under there because a lot of times uh, 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 contractors put it on like um, just plywood underneath there and there could be a gap big enough for them to fit in. Get some stainless steel wool and seal that up and make sure it's nice so and tight. Stainless yeah. steel wool? Stainless steel wool and get some great stuff foam. Make a mingle of the two. And the reason why I say that is because if you use just foam, they'll chew right through it. Where the stainless steel, it'll cut their gums, and they need they need their gums. They need their teeth. They don't like anything that cuts their gums. It's also going to cut their face and their whiskers. They're, they're called their vibrisi. Uh It's like their fingers to us. So they need those also. So if their face gets cut up, they're not going to keep trying to chew that area. Mice gnaw just out of habit. Uh, they need to dull their teeth from continuously growing. Sorry so about that. You're good. I'm on a Navy base. Yeah, sorry about that. No, <laughs> no you're good. You're good. So, yeah, find those entry points. Uh, invest in some stainless steel wool and some great stuff foam. Go around your house, and uh, if you got an AC unit coming in, plumbing lines, anything like that, seal it all up and uh, make, a, make a mingle of the two. Make sure it's nice and tight. That's the key. And then inside the house, go underneath your kitchen sink. In your, go in your laundry room. Go in your bathroom sink. 
and that little uh, metal ring that's over the pipe, lift it up. And if you've got a hole that you can fit your pinky in or a pencil in, they can fit and seal that up with the uh, with the foam and the mesh as well. Okay. So now, once I've done all the preventative measures, right, like mm -hmm. sealing everything up, I, I've never heard of the, the steel wool, so that's pretty legit. I'm going to use that. Mm -hmm. Would you recommend, especially because I have my, my dogs, right, and they're sure. new kids, they're, they're literally my kids, right? Yep. Should uh. Would you recommend putting like a poison down or something like that? Uh, you don't necessarily have to do poison. Um, I I tend not to use poison. That's my last um option actually. I do traps. Uh, if you want to do a trap that's that's not going to hurt kids or that's not going to hurt um your pets, like a metal snap trap or one of those jaws traps, you can buy uh hidden traps, uh, uh the hideaway traps um over the counter. They yeah. sell them. It's just a little uh. Uh, a turning one. You could buy the electrical ones, and the only thing that could fit in there is, is is a small rodent. The dog won't be able to go in. The kid can't reach his finger back far enough. So there, and there, and 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 there are have a heart traps. Um, so those are like tin cap metal have a heart traps that you could buy. Set some peanut butter on the trigger. They go in. They get caught, and you release them. All right. So that that was my biggest like our biggest concern, especially because we had the hurricane come through recently, and it's sure. just like flooding pushed everything forward right yeah the only of course. other thing that i've had right we have aluminum siding mm -hmm. and we just bought the house and we've never experienced this before and i kind of learned the hard way that squirrels like like mm -hmm. to chew through metal yeah More they do they chew through the siding, right so yep. outside of doing the end caps because i tried doing the end caps tried doing all those kind of preventive measures i didn't do the how's the only How's your landscaping look? Do you have landscaping? Uh, do you have shrubs and trees right up along your house? We do not. We, I actually... Because um, that's the number one I thing. Cut, cut any shrubs. Directly away from the house. Yeah. Leave about uh, six inches to eight inches away from your house. If you have any tree limbs overshadowing your house, cut those back. Don't let any tree limbs touch or shrubs touch. It's a highway not just for squirrels and, and rodents, but also for ants. So if, you're, right, if your landscaping is good, then you're good. As far as the squirrel, do you have bird feeders? I do not. What else do you have? <laughs> uh, a lot of squirrels. Uh, now, uh, we, we definitely have uh, one of those trees that has the gumballs with the spiky ends. Yep. I, I never was raised with trees like this, so stepping in the back porch with those gumballs, I guess, yep. Yep. is definitely painful. But, like, I know the squirrels like to eat and chew on those and what have you. So. Right. Yeah, blow those off. <laughs> get, <laughs> cut get, that tree down. Cut that tree down. Get rid of it. I mean, squirrels. Or have they, no idea how many times I've wanted to cut it down. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. You got to find someone who'll charge you less than five grand. Yeah. Um. Yeah. The uh, with the squirrels, as long as there's any trees around that they're eating on, they're they're always going to be a, a pain in the neck. I mean, ch just check to make sure your soffit vents are all tight. Make sure that your uh, uh, roof, your 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 gable vents are all you know bat batched down properly, because um, that's how the squirrels are going to get in. Uh, as far as them chewing through, it, it could have been just out of trying to save their life with that storm coming. I mean, they'll chew through anything to save their life, especially if it's a, a pregnant female. So, I mean. If your shrubbery's cut back and your trees are cut back, you should be golden with those. Like Otherwise, get a get a BB gun. Weekend. I got this weekend, so array me. There yeah. you go, array <laughs> you. And the, and right there the are fun. there are larger have a heart traps. You can catch the squirrels. You have to go about five miles in one direction, or the, otherwise they'll find their way home. 
to release mm. them. So yeah, you could get larger okay. traps for squirrels too. Yeah, five miles. Wow. I was about to test there. No kidding. Yeah. All right. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, you answered my questions. Uh, I'd have nothing else. I appreciate the. Perfect. Wool trick. That's definitely a, that's going to be going going in the book today. So. Yeah. All Make right. sure it's nice and tight, and use the 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 foam with it. It'll hold it in place when it when it hardens. Roger that. Appreciate Perfect. It, sir. Good, All right. Good luck, one. Craig. Thanks, Thank See you, you for calling. Thanks, buddy. Take care. Bye. Bye. So, do you do we have heart traps now, like on squirrels and stuff? On yeah, on on, on other things. So, in in Connecticut, you need a wildlife license to deal with wildlife. And you can so do you can I, do that. I don't do that. <laughs> because I don't have my wildlife yeah, license. Yeah, I don't do my. I don't have a wildlife license, so uh, I can't do it legally. So no, I don't do so that. So skunks okay. and stuff like that. You're just a bug man. I'm just a, well, I'm a bug man and rodent because I have my rodent license, so I can yeah, do right. moles, voles, mice, and rats. What's the difference between a vole and a mole? The difference between a vole and a mole? Mm-hmm. Well, a mole. If you look at uh, a picture of him, he likes to live underground. He makes mm-hmm. all lumpy, crappy areas in your yeah, yard. Mm-hmm. Your lawn. Mm-hmm. They like to eat earthworms. And yeah. voles, they're they're much smaller. They're they're just a little bit larger than a mouse, and they've got a very pointy nose. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And those guys will actually go into your house. They'll they'll get into your your house and and kind of live in there. And their piles of shit are nasty. Really? Ugh. Yeah, uh, really bad. I had this one place where it was just this pile about six inches high by nine inches wide mm. of vole crap mm. and uh they were living up in the insulation uh it was like a dry storage area um so it their nesting habits are different what they eat is different mm-hmm. uh, there's a lot of difference between them now do they mess up your lawn as well the voles not so much okay. uh they can but not really uh, if they are it's not like a mold you can tell when it's a mold because it's just like pits fallen yeah voles they they they'll dig a bit and go in but they don't ruin your lawn like like a mole does moles right. destroy your lawn so if you have grubs yeah what the, like what, that, the, what the moles are after is earthworms grubs things like that you do some uh you know worm control grub control you're usually good there's also some baits you could buy uh, over the counter, um, some gummy worm baits hmm. that you could stick in their holes. Oh, okay. Um, and uh, some other ways you could get rid of them. There's these I've heard work. I don't know if Rutgers did a study on these. There are some um, ultrasound waves for moles, and I think those are used more as a, like a vibration through the mm-hmm. soil. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if those work or not, but I well, know they sell those. I have to say, uh, when um, people that I knew had a house, there was no house next door. It was a vacant lot. And when they came in, they'd start digging the foundation. Vroom! They all came all running came that way. Mm-hmm. All came, all, they had problems with moles, voles, whatever. Everything. Yeah. Everything. Yep. Yeah. Construction is one of the biggest things that, like if you've never had rats, and then all of a sudden you're having rats, it's nine times out of ten there's construction somewhere in the area that just started or demolition really? of some type. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. In, Makes sense. In a residential area. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if, you're, if you've never had them or the neighborhood's never had them, uh, I just actually did a – I went to an inspection two weeks ago. Guy, Their whole street never had any. It was actually in Ionic. And um, their whole neighborhood now has them. Mm. Well, a month ago, a restaurant shut down, and they demolished it. Oh. And it was because COVID, they ran out of business. They sure. didn't do well yeah. in business. And so the rats needed somewhere to find some food. Mm-hmm. So they moved into the neighborhood closest to them. And all the houses ended up having rat burrows. Wow. Yeah. That's so, crazy. Yeah. Yeah. How do you get termites? 
you know, when a guy meets a woman <laughs> and they fall in love. And we heard about this whole fluttering well, thing, too. So, yeah. I got so, something similar than that, but it was in college. Yeah. <laughs> wasn't termites, though. I hope you got rid of it. Oh, big time. <laughs> okay, good. Right good. away. Good. Yeah, you have to. Yeah. Did it burn when you peed? <laughs> no, no, it wasn't that. No, oh, it was okay. a rodent. Oh, my. That's All horrible. Right. All right. So, you like to mess with PVC <laughs> piping? Is that what I'm yeah, hearing here? Much. Said a rodent? Yeah, no, I'm into anything. Once, uh, once. Here's the thing about yeah. I'll try the anything hell. once. The termites. It's really it's different. Different termites in different places. So people living living down south deal with drywood termites. Completely different species. So mm-hmm. anything I talk about here is going to be with what we deal with. Eastern subterranean termites. One second, Colin. Yes. Look at the picture. You still got it? Pull it back up. I, while you were on the phone talking with our guy there. Yeah. Um, I, I told him, look at this. The queen. The, did you? I've yeah, been. I want to find one. I. I, yeah. I am. I have specimens all over my desk, and this is one that I've. It's eluded me. I can't find her. If anyone finds one of these, the queen. Yeah, the queen. I'll do your termite job for free. Wow. I'm telling you that right now. If you can get me a queen subterranean, eastern subterranean termite as a specimen, I will do a termite job. But that's got to be so hard to find, though. It is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, you've it. seen you've seen the queen of like uh, carpenter bees or yeah, carpenter yeah. ants uh, and stuff like that. Carpenter bees, yep. carpenter ants, yeah, all yep. that. Yep. This is a whole different thing. You have to yep. find the maiden colony. You have to find where she's at. you got to dig Does a possum down. eat those? Does a possum eat termites and stuff like that? Anything. Uh, yeah, yeah. Why not? Yeah. It's good protein, protein. right? You've yeah. seen Lion King. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A, 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 a kumatata, baby. That's it. That's it. So how do you get termites? Crunchy, crunchy. It's really, it's all about your soil. Uh, your soil, it's got to be the right temperature, uh, moisture level, mineral content. I mean, it's got to be perfect uh, storm. They live between the frost line and the water table, right? So, uh, you know, depending on how high your water table is, depending on, on how deep your frost line is, uh, and then all about mineral. Um, mineral content. They need uh, the proper structure of soil, too, to be able to make the mud that they need to, to live in. So I've seen a lot, actually, uh, in Nyanic and, and Mystic. Um, sandy soil, they seem to like. Uh, yeah. So it's really about your soil. Um, and then if if people are bringing, for construction, bringing soil that is conducive to the termites into a new place. To, I've seen brand new constructions, not even a year old, with termite infestations. Yeah. Randy, you got to come to my house because I just everything you're saying. I got <laughs> sandy soil weighed low. Oh yeah. I just dropped 25 yards of freaking loom today. Did you put? But did you soil. also put mulch anywhere? No. Okay. I got mulch away from the house. It's okay. Good. Yeah. House. Keep it away from the house. But you have to come by and just gonna go. <laughs> yeah. Jimmy, this is a bozo no no. Well, right. here's the thing. You got enough construction debris. Just throw it 50 feet from your house. They'll eat all that, and they won't come yeah. to your house. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, but yeah, you so speak. it's all about so first it's the the soil content and if the soil t- content is proper what they're doing as they're crawling through the soil because they're blind again they're just probing they're probing for wood where's wood sometimes there's construction debris they hit that up there's mm-hmm. old uh, uh uh tree roots right. they hit that up they'll yep. they'll infest live trees uh um i've peeled back bark on a live tree and seen working termites yeah. um you know it's just it, it's all about the soil and then they look for any wood and uh, uh, there are structures that they've built recently with an IPM, in- Integrated Pest Management in mind, um, where they put some aluminum and some copper flashing underneath to kind of ward off the uh, uh, termites from coming up. Hmm. And I've heard uh, actually some pretty positive stuff about that with the newer constructions using the copper underneath. Never um, heard it yet. Have you heard that? No, I haven't. Yeah, no. I, went, I, I went to a place... Um, 
some mansion, and that's what they did. Yeah. And uh, I mean, dude, you're using copper. I mean, right. it's just not going to be cheap if you're, you know no. what I'm saying? No. So it, they also had uh, cupolas with copper all over. Oh, so, yeah. I mean, they oh, were yeah. just spending money left and right. And sure. so that's not for everyone. Uh, so that's one, one way if you're building new construction. Otherwise, it's just uh, you got to keep your eye on it because they, they'll just start coming up the, the foundation and getting up underneath the, mm-hmm. the siding. Um, a lot of times you can't see it because they'll go between like the porch pour, you know, your, your porch. Yeah. Yep, yep. And if there's a seam between the porch and the foundation, they'll use that as their way up and into the, to the, where the sill plate is. This guy's scaring the so, shit out of me. You got to look, you got to look, you go in your basement and turn all the lights on, get a really good led flashlight, mm-hmm. look up at your sill plate, take a screwdriver and poke your sill in your box plate and see if it's punky yeah. uh, call me. Yeah, you know? no, definitely. Give me no, a call. I'm calling you For before sure. you got to come over and you yeah. just got to look at my house. Yeah, yeah I got to make you. sure I did everything good. Yeah, right All now right. I'm not worried about it. You and know. I'll tell you one thing, if you want to just, and this is a, a plug for a, a really decent product that for years I had no idea if it worked. And then I had a person call me for a termite inspection and yep. they had these put in place. And um, I said, you know, I'm, it's nice to know these actually work because people have always been asking me. Lowe's, Home Depot and all those places, they sell a termite thermometer. It's a, about this big. It's got a cap about that big. Yeah, it's I've green it. with the orange little plug in the center. Yeah. And you, you, you bury it three feet from your house every 10 feet. And the termites will eat the pulp that's in there. And then when it's all eaten, that orange thing pops up. So she called me and said, I don't know if these things work, but it popped up. Can you do an inspection? So I did an inspection. I found termites on the inside of her garage. So then I pulled that thing out, and it was infested with termites. Wow. So as a thermometer, just to see if you've got them around your mm-hmm. house, mm-hmm. I have them at my house. Once I found that out, I said, I'm going to buy them. Shoot, why not, if it works? So that's a good product that you could buy over the counter. I think it's about 80 bucks for a 15-pack. What do you, it's what well do you call it, it again? What do you call it again? It's a, it's a termite thermometer. A t- it's a bait station, um, and you can't miss it. It's a, it, it's, it looks like something that can plunge into the ground. Green circle top, about that big, like three and a half inches, and then an orange uh, uh, circle in the center. And it's got, uh, I don't know if it's, I know it's cellulosic. I don't think it's poison. I just think it's cellulose for them to eat, and they need that wood-to-soil contact. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so they come across it, they start eating it, and then once it's all eaten, that thing pops up, and that tells you they're near your house. Call someone. Okay. So it's good. It, that, it's not that, good that, to that get rid good. of them, but it's good to call someone, know yeah, you have them. Good. All right. So, all right. If you had the choice, termites or carpenter ants, which is the less <laughs> of the two evils? Carpenter ants. <laughs> Stink bugs. I would, I would, yeah, stink bugs. <laughs> I would rather have carpenter That's ants. That's not the question. <laughs> <laughs> I would, it, here, here's the thing. It really depends. Depends on the age of the house. Depends on uh, a few different different things. Because carpenter ants, you can have carpenter ants coming in your house and not have an infestation in your house. Right. You know, they could just be foraging. Yeah. Uh, so I'd rather have carpenter ants. Now, if, you, if you're if you noticing the carpenter ants, you, you generally are seeing them in the kitchen because they like right. to eat proteins they and sugars. They got sugar ants every spring. They come in. Actually, hey. there is no sugar ant in America. There's only, and that's just, just, just for everyone to know. That's why There's you're on the show. There's only sugar <laughs> show ants me that I'm an idiot. in Australia, <laughs> in the Connecticut, and in the United States. They're they're called the little black ant. That's a technical mm-hmm. term. Little black ant. Uh, Odor's house ant, pavement ant. They all are little tiny picnic ant. All them, those are the Odor's house ant, pavement ant, or the little black ant. These are little mm. brown ants, little little brown ones. Yeah, it's a, a little black ant. You're colorblind, <laughs> clearly. 
go no, see I'm, I'm telling you, they're black. Well, you didn't listen, know you if were. Freddie, listen, I'm telling you right the, now, Freddie, when you're brown, Saturday night, if when you're sleeping in the spring, I'm going to go, Freddie, no, no, it's Jimmy. It's a brownie. <laughs> show me a picture. Everyone I'm going to show you. I'm yeah. a, if two Make in the sure morning, it's clear. clear. Yeah. Get a specimen for me. I like ah, that. Okay. So listen, if it's brown, it's an odorous house ant. And you could tell if you pick it up and crush it and smell it, you'll smell like rotten coconut. That's an odorous house ant. Rotten coconut. Yeah, rotten coconut. Yeah. So now, now I gotta, I gotta get rotten coconut. Listen, smell it. No, and no. I gotta get a mouth. No, that's a rotten. Don't worry about the coconut. Just crush the ant, and you'll know what rotten coconut smells like. <laughs> Don't get a rotten. Never coconut. smelt a rotten coconut before. Well, if the if the if the ant has any uh, scent to it, other than citronella, because the 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 big yellow ant smells like citronella. Um, if it has any scent to it after you crush it, that's what rotten coconut smells like. I don't know so which direction go. we're going in anymore. But the, the, the I didn't even ask about mothballs. Moth <laughs> don't use mothballs. Those are bad for <laughs> those you. Are, those will kill you. Those will. In large yes. amounts, you can get very sick. <sighs> and, and I've been in houses. house, Colin? Remember that time? Oh, my word. My eyes were bleeding from it. It's disgusting. You open up the door and they go, woman, you've got to get rid of this shit. It's going to kill you. Really People bad. go crazy when they have, and, and, and clothes moths are not something to, you know, let go because I've done some crazy infestations that cost upwards of thousands of dollars to take mm. care of because it's removed. I have to go through everything, closets mm -hmm. and dressers and in their attic to find an old hat box and, you know, random yeah, stuff. Yeah. One time I found it in a, a, it was an old projector and the inside was all purple mm. velvet. Oh. All the velvet was eaten up except a couple straps, scraps of it, and there was just hundreds and hundreds of moth larvae. Wow! And 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 a couple dozen moths. Yeah. And uh, uh, it's just a nightmare. And and I go in, I vacuum them all out pr with a pretreated vacuum, so they die mm -hmm. in the vacuum. I gotta go. Uh, it's just a nightmare. You gotta do low, ultra low volume uh, liquids in places, uh, traps in places, pheromone mm -hmm. traps. Uh, but don't use mothballs in large quantities. You could get really sick. Read the label. That's another. Read the, read label, the label on the mothballs. You're not supposed to use why a certain amount. Why do they amount. have them? They should just get rid of them. They for should. what? Here's what the reason why they have them. Why? It puts the customer at ease. It makes them think that something is happening. It really does. <laughs> yes. That's the reason. It's semi-unconscious, semi and then you're dead. That's yeah. right. But if you read the label, it says to use a certain amount in a certain area, and just people go crazy with them. So if you mm -hmm. use them properly, the old, folks do. the old folks do. The old folks definitely yeah. do. Yeah, I like the smell of that because it reminds me of my grandma. Good memory. Good for you, Freddie. Yeah, yeah, good. Good. Yeah. That's great. All right, so back to the how do we? Well, no, how do we kill termites? How do you? Because I always see the baits and everything else that are away from the house, and yeah, they've yeah. got like wood in it or something else. Don't go for the bait station. So if okay. you, you get Terminex Norkin out there, they're going to pitch you a spot treatment liquid with the bait stations. Mm -hmm. because they want an annuity. They want you to pay every four months to yep. have them come check those out. Yep. If you get the liquid treatment, the, the the advances in technology nowadays are so phenomenal. They've got products out there. You do a one and done, you're good. Okay. So I got a product that I use, and I give a three-year warranty on it. And hmm. then if they want to extend the warranty, they can extend it annually for 10% of the cost, and they can extend it for the life of their structure. And the product is that good. So the product gets injected, uh, like I told you, it gets injected into the soil, which mm -hmm. is where they live. It gets done all around the full perimeter. If you have a garage that abuts or any other structure that abuts and there's a seam between the foundation, I would drill that and mm -hmm. also inject sub-slab the termiticide. You have to get a full perimeter around any seams and any, any areas that are around the foundation. Mm -hmm. Seal that up with a non-cellulose cork, re-cement it, smooth it out, <coughs> and then... Uh, what you do after that is um, 
on the inside, you do a, a wood treatment up along the sill plate or wherever there was some damage, mm-hmm. uh, and the the with a borate solution to soak into the wood to keep them from you know chewing the wood. Yep. Uh, they all get knocked out and die, right? And then this product stays in place in ideal climates where it's, you know, 70 degrees year-round. It could last, uh, you know, a decade or more, 12, 15 years. In Connecticut, ground thawing and freezing, it could break down a little quicker, five to seven years. Mm-hmm. Um, but it lasts. And so if any new termite, because if you have them, you have them. And okay. you're going to have more out in the woods behind your house and more in your front lawn. They just haven't yet reached your structure. Yep. So now that product is in place and it's protecting what's more protective a whole liquid barrier or a bait station every 10 feet right you know what i mean are they going to get this little bait station or are they going to go between and get your house Mm -hmm. so i say do the full liquid perimeter it's it's about the same price Oh, yeah, it's okay. yeah, it's, right. either way it's the same price except with right. with the bait stations you're paying them every time they come out mm-hmm. with me you're paying me one time for three years and then if you want to extend the warranty great if not then yep. you don't have to and if you ever sell it the warranty's ex- fully transferable nice so, do the okay. liquid it's All the right. best way right. I'm just looking up ants again. That freaking thing. That's a now that's a red ant with a with a black butt. Yeah. What's there's, up with that? That's well, here's car- here's the reason why. There's many different types. That's so, right. Look at that. The carpenter ants come. They're they're what's called polymorphic. Uh, so with ants, there's monomorphic and polymorphic. So there's many shapes, or there's one shape and size, right? So with like Odor's house ants, they're monomorphic. There's only one size. So all of the workers, the soldiers, the queen, they're all the same size. With carpenter ants, you've got different sizes and different colors. So there's some that are the, uh, I mean, if we want to go with all the Latin terms, we can. No, <laughs> we don't have to. Okay. So oh, we won't oh, do oh, that. Oh, please do. So, <laughs> so, so some of that, the red and black uh, yeah. are a certain species of carpenter ant. And then you've got the black and gray, which are another species. The ones that we tend to have yep. here in Connecticut are the black and gray. And you could tell if it's a carpenter ant because on their anus, there's no stinger. And there's a circlet of hairs. So that back end, that's their gaster, uh, the, the back abdomen part there, the black part. Yeah. That's their gaster. I and never knew that. If you look at the gaster. bottom of it, it won't have a stinger. A lot of ants have stingers. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, because... Hmm. Uh, Did you know that? No. Yeah. And uh, the workers of the carpenter ants, when they bite, and I've been bitten... Oh, they hurt. They'll release formic acid in and oh, it'll really? burn like a mother effer. Yeah. Really? Huh. Uh, really bad. Yeah, read up on them. It's pretty crazy. Yeah. I read... Carpenter ants. Yeah, yeah. I read about a different species every day. Every morning I pull out... <laughs> I'm a geek. Every morning... <laughs> this is what I do. We got a party with this guy. I have my coffee. I pull out my, my uh, the Pest Management Association right. app, and I start looking up... Uh, oh, what am I going to read today? It Bees? Up, it looks up ant Let, porn. Let's look, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's insect look porn, Look at the baby. size of this yeah. gaster. I've, oh, listen, look at that gaster. And, and trying to tell tell my wife about it. She's like, I don't need to know. No. about. I says, yes, you do. Especially now that I own my own company, yep. you need to know. You need to know. You need Absolutely. to know these things. Yep. Are you flat out right now? Yeah. Likewise? Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah, horrible. <laughs> horrible. Everyone's horrible. No, I'm That's doing good. actually really good. Uh, pest control this year was insane because more people were home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yep. so they were noticing the pests. Yep. Yeah. We are essential because, mm-hmm. again, going back to the rodents, they carry diseases. Yeah. So do cockroaches. You could get very sick from a cockroach yeah. infestation. Um, mm-hmm. uh, ticks, mosquitoes. These are all vectors of horrible, horrible diseases. So mm-hmm. we are federally mandated. We're essential. Yep. So we didn't get shut down. We kept going. Um, I stayed with Guardian for the spring and then uh, resigned in the fall so that I could help them with their busy season. Yep. And no, I'm busy. Uh, uh, even just starting out, I've I've got. Um, I did buy a, a small company with a small customer base, so I'm 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 taking care of them. But I also have a 
ton of people through my years of doing this um, that just know me and have been calling well, me. You got mm-hmm. a new customer today. That's me. Well, good. <laughs> I appreciate it. We're gonna hook up after the show. Absolutely, show. I got your back. All right, though. But you, before we get toward the ending of the show, sure. um, I do want to just talk about real quickly Carpenter Bees. Yeah. And woodpeckers. Sure, carpenter bees oh, and woodpeckers. Yeah, yeah. that's Sorry. a big thing around here. It is. It's a big thing. And I always get the question with the with the woodpeckers on why are they pecking here? What are they looking for? Do I have an infestation of something because they're pecking at my house? Mm-hmm. So I, I always say the same thing to the customers. You can, you can have an infestation of something. I have to come out and take a look. Mm-hmm. But woodpeckers don't just peck looking for food. Um, they peck for several reasons. They peck for territory. So if a ma- male is pecking, it's because this is my area. Stay back. I'm. Mm-hmm. This is my kingdom. Mm-hmm. Uh, they peck for mating. So the female and male have different mating pecks. Uh, and this is to say, hey, come over here. Let's get busy. You know, sure. let's shag now yeah. or later, baby. Yeah. And then they also <laughs> just peck out of habit. Okay. Uh, just out of pure habit. They're woodpeckers. They peck wood. Um, and then they also look for food. And a lot of times it's not carpenter bees, though. A lot of time, it's wood boring beetle larvae. So wood boring beetles, old house borers, uh, powder post beetles, lichted uh, and postrids. What they're doing is the female lands, lays an egg, and then the larvae, it's a little worm, goes into the wood. Mm-hmm. And it, its whole life cycle is in that wood. Okay. And woodpeckers can sense that they're in there because they could hear them. Mm. Not only those, but sow bugs uh, go in there, centipedes, millipedes. There's a lot of stuff if you have cedar shake and it's wet. Yep. A silverfish loves cedar shake. Uh, okay. So yeah, the yeah. woodpeckers are going after all that yep. um, if, they're, if they're going after it. Now, if you do have uh, 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 carpenter bees, they will go after the larvae as well but generally uh you know those are up on the on the uh, the clapboard or the uh, you know fascia board yeah usually woodpeckers are on the corners of the house so usually they're going after wood boring beetle or centipede or til- silverfish if i can add this for homeowners right now that helps to keep wood keep woodpeckers away from your mm-hmm. house because they go for the corners yes 99% of the time that i've looked at houses that have woodpeckers that are hitting the fascia board going into the clapboard they never have caulked the fascia board, right. uh, the trim board, and the clapper together. You want to do it yourself for this? Huh? You want to do it yourself, get rid of woodpeckers? I can tell you how to keep them away. All right, that's what, but let's, I'm just going to no, see you're if yours me, is going to be the same. You're going to tell me. But I'm, I'm saying to homeowners, if they caulk between the clapper and the fascia board, it eliminates a lot of activity. Oh, where they can where they can land yeah, on your talking. Well, the, well uh, no, the bugs have nowhere to go. Oh, I see what the you're saying. The bugs can't get it. They the, love the, the corners seam of the right house. there. I got yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they want to get into that corner of the house because that's where you see most of the damage of woodpeckers. Yes, most of the time. So Absolutely. What, so, so, what's your trick to get rid of woodpeckers? I tell people all the time: you can buy them over the counter, or you can make them yourself. Mm-hmm. They sell streamers. Uh, reflective silver streamers. They mm-hmm. movement. Yeah, and, yeah. It, and it glistens the sun. And so if you put these little spinners on the corners of your house, as the sun hits them, they won't land because it freaks them out. They mm-hmm. can't see properly to land. You can make it yourself for really cheap. Sewing thread, needle, and aluminum tinfoil. Cut them in three-inch, four-inch strips. What's that? Four. Eight-inch, eight four-inch, uh, eight-inch, six-inch strips. Yeah. Use sewing yeah. needle. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Tie it off and then thumbtack it to the side of the house. It'll keep them away. Have you ever tried suet? No. Suet works. Does it? Really? Yeah. Yeah. If you get suet and if you don't have a tree that's nearby where they're going after, right. you get one of the shepherd's hooks. And knock it and then you put it, And then you put it in the ground. 
they'll start to go for it. You keep moving it back like about every week and you just keep it full because if it goes, if it goes out, then they're going to go right back to your house. So I've done it. I've done it at my house. I think Jimmy's done it before too. I've given it to a lot of people. I thought you were going to say actually sue it. We actually, the, the, so aviary pest control is another license. So I don't do this, but I know people that do, uh, certain woodpeckers are endangered, so you can't do this, but others you can a rat trap. They nail it to the side of the house and put really? suet. Yeah, you oh, can't do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get in trouble for you that. You can, and, yeah, but they do it. A, yeah. there's, in, there's endangered species in Connecticut, and if you if you kill the wrong woodpecker, you get in some serious trouble. And another thing with people, bats are your friends. Yeah, They're helpful they are. for yes, the yes, environment. Yes, 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 they are yes. super helpful for the environment, yep. and they are not looking to bite you or anything no. like that. No. Um, and we lost a ton of them because of the white nose fungus a couple of years ago. Oh, really? Uh, yep. Yeah, so huh. they yeah. were they're on not the endangered, but they're on the list right before it. So uh, you can't even um, like the exterminators can't get rid of uh, uh, during bats. the rainy season. You can't even move them. No, you can't even wow. touch them. Right. So bats are good. Yes. and 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 don't don't freak out from them. They're really awesome. Huh. Their poop is nasty, but you know they're really good know. for you. You can tell them the story later. <laughs> Yeah, we'll talk. We, I've mentioned on the show before, <laughs> but we'll talk about it later. All right, I'll he's got he's got a bat poop story. Oh, I love so, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nice, but actually, with the with the suet and the in the woodpeckers, it I really like does that. work That's because a good idea. Um, I could be sitting out on my back porch, and we've got suet out there. I'll I'll watch half a dozen woodpeckers. They're all out there. Yeah, They're I flying like around and stuff, but nobody touches my house anymore. That's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's non it's non lethal, which is what I right. love to go for as often yeah. as possible, unless it's a species that's destroying stuff. Uh, as often as I can, any of my products, I use the lowest level toxicity, yep. and I use the lowest concentration level because the label says if I could kill it with this low concentration, why not? Sure, you know, yeah. and it's it's better for people, it's better for the environment, it's yep. better for their pets, and that's what I care about most is my my customer, the environment, and their mm-hmm. pets. So I always use lowest toxicity levels, and as as often as I can, uh, harm harm harmless, you know, as right. much integrated pest management taking care of the entry points sealing off the areas get rid of the conducive conditions mm-hmm. if you need to use products if you need to attack the issue with some chemical let's do it you know but you but can't get rid of carpenter bees yeah. huh? they just show up you can it, it's a process so with carpenter bees the way to do it is uh the best way to do it in their holes so the way that their their holes uh, uh, so the female she makes a perfectly round hole it, it looks yeah. man made it's insane mm-hmm. uh, they're eating my shed to death they go they turn like that, 90 right? degrees just like that just like that exactly and don't confuse them with the bumblebee they look a lot alike but these ones are shiny where bumblebees are very fuzzy they mm-hmm. look identical other than the shininess versus fuzziness that's a shiny so that's shiny. that's shiny mm-hmm. exactly that's see that problem. circle on his back that means it's a female she's got a stinger a male can't sting the males are the ones that come after you and bang into you they can't sting you don't be afraid of them they're they're saying get away this is where the female's at and he's mm-hmm. buzzing around waiting for her to come out so he could get, he can mate with her she can sting but doesn't want to if she does it's very potent so go if you're allergic go to the doctor really yeah mm-hmm. yeah I didn't know they stung. the females can the males do not and they will it, bite you. they're very slow to sting they're very docile slow to sting but if you go next to that hole and start causing some trouble i wear my bee suit when i go up to dust those holes because they will come out at you hmm Absolutely. So the best way to do it is see that hole. When she makes that hole, she then takes a 90-degree turn and makes, uh, in the gra- with the grain of the wood, a three-foot-long cell. Wow. And she makes it. She puts an egg, provisions it with pollen, and then seals it off. Another one, and does it all the way to the hole's entrance. And then she sits at that hole's entrance. 
the rest of the year through winter into spring. And then she helps the, the babies out and then she dies. And then the, the other ones come out in May. So the way to take care of this is I come out in this time of year because what's in there now is an overwintering female and all the larvae. Mm-hmm. I dust in there with a product that lasts for about six months to a year. So when they emerge, they're going to die in the spring. And now that they're dead, you're not going to have any new ones. You then call me, I come back out in the spring, and I do a repellent up along your fascia board to keep any new ones from from going in. And then you seal those up. You seal those holes up. And then you call me every fall, and I just put the liquid residual. I use a badminton. You can do That's that, too. A racket. But here's I, the yo, thing. I love doing They'll that. reinfest that same hole over yeah, and over, and that do. six That's foot, that three foot will turn to 12 feet. To no kidding. Really? Feet. I've yeah. seen a whole railing. Wow. A whole oh, yeah. railing. Yeah. Went right through the whole railing. Oh, yeah, they Eight will. Feet. Yeah, the they That's do. Crazy. They do some crazy damage. It does take a, a while, uh, but, yeah, they can destroy it. You can it. hear wow. them. Yeah. Wow. But <laughs> I have used a tennis racket. It is pretty fun. It's a, it's a nice stress reliever at it the end is, of the day. Yes. Sure. Yeah, yes. fast. <laughs> they are. They're not easy to hit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When you hit them, it's fun. Birds eat them. Birds eat those guys, yes, don't yeah, they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why not? That's right. Protein. Protein. Matata. Hey, so what do you have for a horror story? Got a horror story? Oh, too many, man. Too yeah, many. Pick, one. Pick, pick one. All right, so bed bugs, man. Bed oh. bugs are oh. So these things are creepy, nasty, freaky, right? They're still Dude. around? Oh, they're still around. Really? Oh, for okay. sure they are. Ah, right. scheming now. I know. Just at the beginning of the year. So for bed bugs, I go out and do an inspection first because I got to know what I'm dealing with before mm-hmm. I price it out mm-hmm. because no bed bug infestation is the same. This one, as I'm walking in, I didn't think to look around the hallway of, of you know, going up to the apartment building. So I'm yep. just walking up. I get into this unit that had the issue. They all had the issue, all uh-huh. four units. Just this was the one that called. Yeah. And I walk in, and the guy goes to shake my hand, and I see him crawling on his, on his arm. No. Stop it. On his arm. Oh. Shut the front door. I then say to him, hey, uh, you know, <laughs> I don't shake hands, the virus and everything. Take me uh, to where you're seeing these the most. And he takes me to the kitchen. That's a bad oh. sign because these are bed bugs. They generally hang out in, in places you're sleeping. He yeah. didn't have a bed in his kitchen. And I'm looking, Ugh. and they are on the countertop. They're on the crown molding. They're Ugh. on the cabinets. I said, where's your bedroom? So he takes me to his bedroom. The second Stop. I walk in, uh! bed bug infestations in large amounts, and I have pictures of this on my Facebook page, by the way. <laughs> uh, in large amounts, they stink bad. It's a very sweet, musty odor. And Ugh. the second I got two feet from the entry of his, of his bedroom, I smelt that, and I walked in, and his bed had no sheets on it. And all you could see was black from their feces. Ugh. All along the entire side of his bed, bugs just crawling in the middle of the day, Ugh. where these are n- nocturnal by nature, um, and so much blood from them eating on him, uh, spots all over the bed. But the the, the, bla- the corner of it was just this giant pile of black feces and brown bugs, because they're mahogany color, like reddish color, all over it. And the closer I got, I just saw thousands of nymphs, which are very, very tiny. And the eggs are even smaller. This is the worst horror story <laughs> Listen, ever heard. We're never asking this question again. Oh I, I my said, God. I said to him, I said, you're gonna need you're gonna need help, but not from me. I won't <laughs> go in this place again. Dude, so yeah. I gave him an, a recommendation for Terminex. They have a fumigation license in Connecticut. They I gotta said, fumigate they, the house. They need yeah. yeah, because the other apartments I went and checked, they had infestations too. Because they go through Ugh. the conduits, the electrical conduits, they really? go through the walls. Yeah, because I mean, it, they it was such a bad infestation that they moved to the whole house as I was leaving the hallway that I walked in through. I usually don't look on the walls. 
I start looking on the walls, and they're everywhere. I oh. see three over here, two over here. They're on the ceiling. I'm worrying about wow. them dropping. One of the number one places you're going to get them is in a hotel. So I recommend when you go to a hotel, put all your stuff, all your belongings in the tub. They can't cross tile generally because it's too slick. Check your bed. If you see any black stains or blood stains on the corners of your mattress or box spring, ask for a new room. They will not say no. There's a blacklist for hotels that if pest management professionals say something about it, they'll go on there as a hotel known to have a bed bug issue. So really? they're they're on top of taking care of it now. Yeah. A lot of them have preventative uh, stuff going on. They have uh, on-call pest control. So they're doing really good. Uh, no, other places are movie theaters, um, any public transportation, airplanes even. Uh, so anytime you go on a trip, I always recommend wherever you're staying, put your stuff, don't pa- unpack, put it in the put it in the tub, check everything out. If you see any stains or anything questionable, just ask for a new room, they'll move you. When you get home, check your stuff out. Make sure that there's nothing on that. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's what it looks like. That, so the black, it looks like ink spots. Yeah. That's their feces. The red, the, the the reds are the bugs, and the yellow are the bugs, and then the see-through yellow are their cast skins. So these have incomplete life cycles, meaning they 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 don't have a larval stage. They go from egg to nymph, and then they have five nymphal instar stages. But they look the same as the adult; they just get bigger. Um, and so the smaller yellow are the nymphs. The the see-through yellow right there, that's large. That's a cast skin. That's a fourth star going into an adult stage, um, or fifth star going into adult stage. Look at that up there. Yeah, Holy that's shit. that's feces, and there's probably bugs Dude. in there too. And that's and you just saw that infested on a Oh, <laughs> this is nothing compared to what I see. <laughs> yeah. This is what I see. This is what I see at a normal one. This doesn't bother me. Ugh. It's the ones where I go in and see them crawling on the walls of a kitchen. That's a problem. I mean, that's, that's a problem. Yeah. It's not supposed to be in there. You know, there's in the bedroom, in the living room, because there's there's sofas and there's chairs, mm-hmm. and, and there anywhere you spend an hour sitting or, or laying is where they're gonna be. So it's normal to see them there, but in a kitchen, no, no. <laughs> I yeah, can't, I it, it was nasty. Was he, an old and man? was he an old man or was just like he was? Like, he was he, he he. It was a house for people on state stuff with a mental issue, and they actually uh, got the woman who was supposed to be taking care. Oh, they she got, got she got yeah. in huge trouble because I, I talked to so. the landlord, and the landlord said she's been signing, saying she's been visiting every week, every day f- this week. I and I asked him, and he said she visits, but at the front door. And yeah. she's gone after 10 minutes. So I, I have to report that. I have to. So I called, and yeah, she, she definitely lost her job and probably got in some other trouble. But it was a sad thing. And yeah. I was like, you know, this guy, he doesn't know better. He doesn't can't he, see he, him. He, no, right. he man. has no idea. He had him on him, on his person. Yeah, he had no yeah. idea. He had no clue. No That's clue. terrible. That's, That's terrible. awful. It was very bad. And I've seen it in old old older homes as well, old people homes I've gone to where one person has it and the other people don't know they do and I have to go in and take care of it for them. And I, you know, I, I sympathize with them because a lot of them are the state-funded ones. Mm-hmm. So uh, any kind of uh, places like that are prone to, to it. And any kind of transient places like shelters and prisons obviously are, are prone to, to bed bugs because right. they hitchhike. They have what's called, and, and this will freak people out, they have what's <laughs> called a, uh, a, not, hazardous, <laughs> a hazardous insemination process. The, the female has no vagina, so the male has a hypodermic penis, cuts her abdomen open, injects inside of her abdomen. She she can die from it, but guess what? The male, after she's already pregnant, still want to impregnate her. And so the, after she's pregnant, she has to run away from the infestation or she could get killed from another guy trying to do it to her. And then so she's the one that usually hitchhikes. 
So she wants to go within three to six feet of the bed or the main infestation. Mm-hmm. And sometimes she'll get onto a shoe or a backpack or, and, and take the ride somewhere else. And if you get a pregnant female, she can lay six to eight eggs every day. Wow. And the, 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 the babies uh, gestate uh, just three weeks. And then after their first blood meal, they can mate. Mm. So they need that blood meal to grow. And she needs the blood meal to lay the eggs. So she could lay six to eight every day. You could have a full-blown infestation from one one pregnant female within a month and a half. I got a concrete bed coming in. <laughs> yep. I got a concrete house. <laughs> There's preventative measures you could take. I do oh, a preventative service where I put traps at the bottoms of yeah. the legs of the bed and I put yeah. encasements on. I, I don't. Like I don't that. think I'm oh, sleeping Freddy. tonight. Freddie. Yeah, Night, night, sleep tight. Don't Jeez, let the bed Freddy. Yeah, oh, right. Thanks Freddy. a lot, Freddy. Yeah, yeah. No Freddy, give me all your gear, dude. <laughs> I want it all. That's it. I'm not I, skeevy, but this is yeah. skeevy. Yeah, uh, I've got oh, I've got some pictures that'll make you skeeve out. Uh, sure. No, we're good. No, I'm yeah, good. Yeah, we're good. No, no. <laughs> I'm good. Yeah. So, Fred, how does everybody find you? Everyone can uh, either call me or they could go on my website, marvelpest.com. Yep. They could go on my Facebook page, at uh, marvelpestct, mm-hmm. uh, or they can call me, 860-692-8402. Great. I do free inspections uh, for anything you need, and uh, I, I service all Connecticut. Nice. So, Freddie, I'll all see right. you soon, dude. Absolutely. I'm <laughs> not saying that my house is infected, but I, got, I want to <laughs> know. Say, Absolutely, yeah. I just want to know. Get, get, say, get Fred, the inspection. I hope I don't see you again for a while. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> at your house. Yeah, not at my house, right? Yeah, yes, house. yes. Out Absolutely. somewhere would be We fine. ought to film yeah. him. You know, we ought to just film him. I, I, I'll use, use my yes. house. Yeah. Definitely. Just Absolutely. go through. Yeah. Go, this is works. This doesn't. Da, da, da. Yeah. Tell me what to do. I'm going to be getting together. I'm going to be doing a YouTube station because I find some really awesome stuff, and I want people to be able to see what I encounter. I really think yeah, absolutely. I'm thinking yeah. of doing that. So. Definitely yep. not show it in my house because my yeah. house won't won't have anything. Yeah, because Freddie's gonna. I don't have anything, but I want to know <clears throat> what would be a trouble spot. You know, I don't have any problems, but I would like point out. Go, this sure. is not good. You should you should put stuff here, or you should do this. You should do that. Right. Mm-hmm. You know the pros and cons of like this is good. No shrubbery near the house. Bah, 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 bah. Yeah, yeah. All right, we'll talk about that. A lot later. of yeah. a lot of conducive <clears throat> conditions are are super important for integrated pest management. Get rid of the conducive conditions. Never have the pest issue in the first place. There you go. Awesome. Well said. Cool. Freddie, this was like an amazing <laughs> yeah, show. Good. The longest show we've ever had. Yep. Oh, wow. And Absolutely. it has been the best horror story we've ever heard. <laughs> I could go on for Dude, hours, man. Yeah, I know yeah, we could. Yeah. I know we could. <laughs> well, thank you for having me. I greatly appreciate oh, it. Oh, my God. I'll yeah. come back anytime you want. Well, oh, I appreciate it. You, You'll buddy. definitely be back for sure. Great. Yeah. yeah. Well, Jim, we learned way more than what we needed to. What a show. <laughs> so let's uh, just call it quits right now. Okay. Okay. Beautiful. We'll see you later. We'll see everybody next week. Adios. Take care. Bye. Bye. Bye.